are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter from Locked On Steelers. He's your boy Q from Locked On Raiders. And as always, we are finishing the week out for you here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Q, how your week been, my man? Man, I mean, as long as it's NFL and as long as the NFL is the machine it is, my weeks are great because it's always something rolling out about the NFL. I mean, I know that we're coming up on some months that are going to be a little bit slower. You know, June will be a little slow. July will be a little slow for a little while, but it'll get ramped up quick, fast, and in a hurry. The NFL always finds a way to stay active. So, yeah, my weeks are great because there's always something going on. There certainly is. And this week has been no short of of that. We've had Aaron Rodgers go on ESPN like, like, like Sunday night to talk about the talk bad about the Packers. And you had Julio Jones going on Fox Sports one to pretend to not know to say, I'm get me out of here. Um, you know, all the things that have happened, but that's you know, like soap opera stuff, right? That's like mm-hmm. some daytime soap opera, you know, or that, or that style that you're, uh, you're, you're, you're sick. You you stay home sick from school and you turn on the show <laughs> and it's the same show that was, it was like eight years ago and you still know exactly what's going on. Yep. Like it's just those, that's such soap opera stuff that Aaron Rodgers stuff and Julio Jones and the fake, Oh, going to call him live on TV and don't realize that he's on TV. Like, come on, man, give me a break. Yeah. There's so many th- elements of that, that just that ring that way. And it, but, it, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Q. This is why the NFL brings in so many more viewers all the time because football used to be just for the the dads and the old guys that just went to the bar we love football and but now football is full of all these personalities of all these storylines of all these things that the average person who normally doesn't care about football is like oh wow this is really interesting and now they're invested and now they want to see where this person goes because they like they like to see what what they're saying it's a it's another way how they they make this a 24 7 365 engine that like you say gives us content to talk about all the doggone time yeah they're 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 genius don't get me wrong they're genius i mean look everyone loves train wrecks right so (laughs) sometimes it takes a train wreck to to get everyone's attention but uh they've created a whole a whole masterpiece man they got it going on a few news piece news and notes here on t- you know but building off of that um for one there's been a report now that the lions are considering signing Todd Gurley the to the running back room that would reunite him with Jared Goff who of course they traded to get from the Rams and it would give them a double Georgia backfield with DeAndre Swift as their primary running back recently drafted just a year ago. And with Todd Gurley, the Georgia running back, who's been a big name in the NFL for several years now. Q, I mean, Todd's been over the hill of his primary skill set and time in the NFL for a bit now. But still, I get I get the idea that you want to get your new quarterback, someone that he's used to working with. And and if he's your number two guy, I'm not mad at that at all. No, no. And the thing about it, what I actually like, and I like Todd Gurley. I hate that his career has been so injury plagued, including when he came into the league, he was already injured. But 
Uh, I like him a lot. I hate that really it didn't shake out for him in Atlanta the way he was hoping since, you know, like you mentioned, he's a Georgia native. I thought that would have been cool. But, uh, again, man, if it's just a, a second running back for that Detroit Lions team, I think that's a big deal because if you go back and look through the course of history when it comes to the Detroit Lions and their running game, it's been non-existent. So Dan Campbell's there as a head coach. He's got a long-term deal. This is not an overnight fix. This is not something that they're going to be contenders next year. So if you're able to start establishing a little bit of a run game in Detroit, you have DeAndre Swift, like you mentioned, you add Todd Gurley to the mix, you bolster up that offensive line, which they've done a lot uh, of work with doing that. You're starting to lay the foundation of a team. Even if Todd Gurley's not in your long-term plans, at least you can start to lay that foundation of what kind of team you want, similar to what Cleveland did uh, when they went and they got the two-headed monster in the in, in the backfield of uh, Chubb and, and um, Cream Hunt. Um, Hunt. Cream Hunt, yeah. So, you know, it's just it's, it helps out the quarterback. And, again, it kind of gives you that attitude of how you want to play the game of football. So I think that that would be a good addition, even if he's not there for a long time, even if it's only like a one-year deal. I agree. You know, it, you know, even if it's a one-year deal, I think it, it, it's, a, it's a good move to keep him active. And, and, again, not something that puts him where you need him to blow up, but where right. if he, he can give you some good veteran moments there. But another veteran that's looking to get back into the game CJ Mosley and talking to ESPN, you know, he's, he's back and he's, he wants to, he wants to be, to, to be, you know, making his name in the world again. He's with the Jets. And uh, he said this in an ESPN interview, he said, there's a little added chip on my shoulder because you, you've always got your fans that are going to heckle. When I get back on the field, I definitely want to make sure they respect my name again. Now, for those who might forget about CJ Mosley, this was, you know, this guy, he made four Pro Bowls. He was the man. But Q, he done played only two games in the last two years. <laughs> and he hasn't finished either one of them. Damn. That's what's worse. He started the games but didn't finish them. And he's made 29 millions in the last two years, 29 million in the last two years, and hasn't completed a, a single game for the Jets. Uh, they gave him a big free agent contract. He was a hell of a player. I thought he was a good player in Baltimore. I didn't he think he was a great player. I thought mm -hmm. when the Jets gave him that free agent contract, that was a bit rich for me. But that's what free agency is. A lot of times it's fool's gold. That's exactly why we've done a show before, you know, mm -hmm. what's good and what's fool's gold. And C.J. Mosley is exactly that. Uh, unfortunately, man, you know, injuries happen in the league. And ever since he's been injured and with the Jets, that's just what it's been. He hasn't been a factor at all, but he's been cashing some checks. So if he gets back out there and is able to, like he said, put more respect on his name or get the respect back on his name, great. But I'll tell you right now, man, I don't, I don't think he's getting any healthier, if you know what I mean. I mean, just look at it. I mean, okay, like he's, he's going to be 28. He's going to be 29 this year, excuse me, because, again, he didn't even play in, in 2020. And, again, I'm not, I'm not rooting against him. And here, here, I'll say this. You know, the point about fans heckling him, I get that you know like that that stinks like like in the nba they're talking about right now about the guy from new york that spit on trey young or the guy from philly that dumped popcorn on, on russell westbrook and not to say that this is like that but i get like when you're going through stuff like that when you're a professional athlete and you're worried about you know your livelihood and you're trying to get healthy and you're seeing people say all these mean things about you it, it, that that can mess with your spirit a little bit and, and i get i get you know want to say it but it's like dog like it, you know, as far as people respecting your name, those people who are trolling you, they don't respect nothing. That's why they're trolling you in the first place. Anybody respect everyone who knows CJ Mosley knows that he was a, a good linebacker for the Ravens years ago. But the fact is you can't make the club from the tub. And he's been in the tub for quite <laughs> some time. 
right? Right. Well, he's he's making the club because all the money that they still got to give him and the money that he's been earning. Uh, unfortunately, he just has been in that kind of a, a boat, man, ever since he's been a member of the Jets. And maybe it's the Jets. Maybe it's the organization. You know, he goes there and he can't stay on the field. He was in Baltimore and he stayed on the field. He was having a hundred and something, uh, not sacks, but a hundred and something tackles a season. And all of a sudden he goes to the Jets and he can't even stay on the field. So maybe a little bit's on the Jets as well. So, I, mean, I mean, they ain't necessarily been the, you know, the, the, the picture of consistency either. Adam Gase is, it does that to a lot of people. And, you know, yes. Le'Veon Bell went to him and just fell off a cliff. You know, it's, it just seems to be the Gase way, which is why I didn't understand why the Jets rehired him in the, in the first place. That's all. That could be a whole segment of stuff. How did right. Adam Gase ever get another job? Is, he, he got one job based off of being an offensive coordinator with Peyton Manning. That's the only reason he's ever been respected or considered someone special is because he worked with Peyton Manning and everyone said he's a quarterback whisperer. Uh, please, he worked with Peyton Manning in Denver. By the time Peyton Manning got to the Broncos, he was already a Hall of Fame quarterback. He didn't need Adam Gase. So uh, I, I don't know. He just he it was good place. Good time. Uh, and it worked out for Adam Gase, and he parlayed that into multiple jobs. And every every job he's had since then, he's failed. So that could tell you all that you need to know. The uh, the the quarterback meeting room in Denver when Peyton Manning was there and Adam Gase was his coach was all right, Peyton, and he said, "Shut up, Adam. I got right. this. This is my team. This is my you 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 do not talk. You know, like get out of here. Like uh, like, like those. Who do you think you are? And it's like you're right. I'm sorry, Peyton. That that was his job. Like like come on, man. And and and, and listen. I understand if you fell for the okie doke the first time, but when the Jets signed him, I was like, this is a horrible hire. Why is he getting another job? And then sure enough, he was one of the worst coaches. I mean, and. He, he, that, that's another question is he the worst coach in jets history they've had a lot of bad ones i don't know but <laughs> it's just it was just doom and destruction uh you know for for him out there heck i mean the uh the the, the state that he left the dolphins in that's what allowed right. Minka Fitzpatrick to be like you know what i want to get the hell out of here and that's right. why he's in the, with with the pittsburgh steelers uh so uh so yeah just uh cj mosley maybe maybe the key is for, for people that respect your name again you just need to get away from, from the Jets. But hey, Robert Salas there. Who knows? That's got that guy, that yeah. guy has turned some things around. So yep. um, there's a lot of possibility. He's a minded coach too. So maybe he's a guy that can help him out. Uh, I, I, again, I, I hate to see guys injured and their careers uh, derailed by injury, similar to what we were talking about with Todd Gurley. Uh, but that's been the case for, for uh, CJ Mosley. I'll say before we wrap this segment up, man, KJ Wright. Why is he still an unrestricted free agent? Why is he not signed yet? I have no idea. Like, there's got to be something in the background that's, like, holding this up. This guy still can give you plenty of quality snaps, can start at an off-ball linebacker, can help you in a defense, knows what he's doing. There's got to be something that we don't know that's going on here. It's unbelievable. He's he's only 31 years old. He's a heck of a linebacker. He may have slowed down just a little bit, but a linebacker, man, at the very end of the day, you could still, you know, you could still go, you know, as long as you're set up in the right position and you're set up with the right defense, you could still be a heck of a player. Even as you start to get a little bit older, I like KJ, Wright. I think he brings a lot to the table. And if you want to talk about guys that I'm surprised that they're still available, that would be one of them right there. KJ, Wright. Certainly. And there's plenty more guys that are still out there in free agents. This is also a weird year for free agents. So we'll, we'll see how that plays. But uh, like the guys talked on the show yesterday, there's a lot of money on the table coming in 2022. So the key might be just, you know, he, he might be just being like, hey, give me a one-year deal so that I can hopefully make a really big splash uh, for my, my last big contract in 2022 when everyone's going to have that salary cap space. 
Um, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to get into some odds on potential defensive player of the year. We saw, we got some odds numbers from our friends at betonline.ag. We're going to grade those or a bit more so talk about them and where they rank, but let's talk about our friends at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with your boy, Q. We are continuing the show. Now, we got this we got this updated list from, you know, some of the, the, the odds uh, from betonline.ag, the only place to bet uh, here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And the first set of odds we want to go over with is for next year's Defensive Player of the Year. Now, I do want to say, Q, the, the the top few make a ton of sense. You know, Aaron, Aaron Donald's the top the top guy. He has two to nine odds. Um, and Miles Garrett has two to eleven as the top two. Now, I the only I don't think this is like an egregious error, but my thing is, you know, they have Miles Garrett slightly ahead of TJ Watt, who has a one to nine odds compared to Miles Garrett's two to eleven. But Q TJ Watt done been in the running for defensive player of the year the last two years. He's come up short, just, just short both times. And he's every single year. They were drafted in the same year. They were drafted in the same division. Miles Garrett first overall, TJ Watt 30th overall. And TJ Watt has had more sacks every single year he has played over Miles Garrett. And yet every year I see this, well, Miles Garrett's the best edge rusher in the, no, no he's not until he, I mean, he's the, he's the biggest specimen. He's the, when you look at him, you're like, my goodness, how is he built that way? But he hasn't outperformed TJ Watt not once in his career. And I, I, I don't understand. And I know I'm the Steelers guy, but I, I just, I keep looking at the tape. I keep looking at the numbers and it just, it does not equal out. Plus TJ Watt don't attack people with helmets when they're, when they're off their head. Ah, bringing up old stuff, bringing up old stuff right there. I think Miles Garrett is just such a big monster. And I think the expectations are for Cleveland and that defense to be so stinking good that that's probably the reason why that he's up there a little bit higher than TJ Watt. Uh, I think we're splitting hairs when you look at Donald Garrett or TJ Watt. Yeah, that's Donald what I'm not Garrett mad is. about. I'm just like, I'm just like, but I'm like, I know, I know that you can't help it. That's the, that's the Pittsburgh Steeler in you. You can't help yourself. Well, you, but no, uh, but, but, but okay. But seriously, look, uh, if, if a guy continuously beat out another guy for like four straight years, would you keep saying that the other, the second place guy is better than the first? No, I just, uh, it's just, it's, but anyways, like I said, it, that to me is not egregious. <laughs> it's just like, why does this keep happening? But another guy who is a monster built, built that way is Chase Young. He's the next guy on the list, right. 12 to one. 
Um, I, I could see that. I could see or, or one to 12. Yeah, he's but- just going to get better. He's just going to yeah. get better. I, like, I, I have no problem with that one either. I mean, I could look at probably the top eight and say, hey, those are all guys that I think are all real candidates. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, both, good, uh, I'm good with most of those. There's some on this list that I look at and say, come on, dog. You serious? Yeah. It starts to get a little funky when you get down to like the eight, nine, and 10 risk. So, like, the both the boasters are 12 to one odds. Uh, Khalil Mack is 20 to one. Darius Leonard is 28 to one. Der- Derwin James is 28 to one. Um, okay. I get those. But then JJ Watt puffs on this list at 28 to one. Right. That's a problem. That's a problem. He's a hell of a player. His name carries a lot of weight. He's going to Arizona. He's probably only going to be a rotational guy, but they have him at better odds than they even have Chandler Jones. Yeah, that's just bizarre. Like, I'm sorry. For the most part, for the last few years, outside of last season, hasn't even been healthy most of the time. So I look at him, and actually, I can say that for Derwin James, who's right in front of him. When's the last time Derwin James was healthy? Ooh, that's a good good point i mean i mean derwin james you know you know he's been he's been doing a lot of injuries and he's been trying to come back and then you got other guys you know bradley chubb at 33 to 1 along with bobby wagner bobby wagner okay i like i i get that i think bobby wagner's just in the tough spot that there's a whole yeah. lot going on with that seattle defense uh daniel hunter at 33 to 1 devin white at 33 to 1 we got a lot of these numbers that there's a ton of guys at 33 i'll just run through the names devin white Jalen ramsey marcus peters Mika fitzpatrick shaquille barrett and stefan gilmer and von miller man von miller wow just all the i mean if he's that. if he's healthy and he's a dude i i get it yeah. stefan gilmore i get it he yeah. you know he's been there done that shaq barrett you know he he can he can get the sacks and and you know Quick, fast, in a hurry. He can really load that up. Minka Fitzpatrick, hell of a player. Marcus Peters, yeah, he creates turnovers, but he also gets burned a lot. Marcus Peters, I don't even understand why he's on this list. There's no way ever that Marcus Peters is going to be hoisting a Defensive Player of the Year award, ever. And I know it's 33 to 1 odds, but ever. He's not going to. Jalen Ramsey right there with him. Now that makes sense. Jalen Ramsey, okay. Marcus Peters, no no such luck. No, I'm sorry. But see, I put Jalen Ramsey above J.J. Watt. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I agree. I agree. J- Jalen Ramsey's probably way too low, and uh, and JJ Watt's probably way too high, or or something middle even. I don't know, but it's that's yeah. Like I said, there's some guys on this list that I definitely do not agree with, and it just kind of makes me scratch my head. Uh, you know, like what in the world is really going on here? Um, other guys that might I think that uh, that are too low on this list is Avian Howard, listed at forty to one odds. That guy is still performing very well at a high level. But he have 10 um, interceptions last year? Yeah. And yeah. his defense is getting better. Like, the, his team's right. on the rise. Right. Like, I, I'd see if, if, he, if he was on the Jets, I'd be like, all right. All right, forty to one, <laughs> but but uh, but this this guy, I mean, the Dolphins are getting better. He's yeah. getting better. I just, I'm I'm sorry, I I can't I can't excuse forty to one when you given all these other guys odds. You know that that's the same odds as Jamal Adams. Which okay, Jamal Adams, I get the dude. He's a linebacker that plays safety. I right. I, I, I get that one. Yep. Um, Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger at forty to one. Um, Chris Jones is uh, then we get to the fifty to one range. Uh, where it's Patrick, P- you get a lot of older names, Patrick Peterson, you know, there's DeForest Buckner who's in there, Leonard Williams, uh, Bud Dupree at 66 to one. Wow. Um, He's coming back from an ACL, right? Uh, Yeah. A serious ACL that took him out at the yeah. end of the season. Yeah. Um, and then that was like, that was like early December too. Cause that was like right, right. after Thanksgiving. So right. I mean like he's, but I mean, he got paid big money and I get that. And the Titans are going to have to lean on him. So I, I could see Bud, doing some serious damage for the Titans 
and him kind of being a spark plug for them. Um, but I'm not so sure that's going to be it. Fred Warner is an interesting. He's, he's a hell of a player. He's looking for a contract extension. He's, he should be getting a contract extension from San Francisco pretty soon. He's yeah. a hell of a player. I'm actually surprised he's so low. I'm actually surprised. To one odds there. Yeah, 66 to one. I'm surprised that he's lower than like Jason Pierre Paul. Yeah. And, you know, the Honey Badger and DeForest Buckner. I think Fred Warner could play. I think he's a hell of a player. Hell, I'd put him above Marcus Peters, to be honest. I'm yeah. going back to Peters, and I know someone's going to say, man, he hates Marcus Peters. I really don't. <laughs> as the Oakland guy, I really do like he's Marcus a, I Peters. actually I, like Marcus Peters. I, I he's do. fun I to like watch. A, I like him as a player. I don't like him as a potential defensive player of the year because I know he's not right. going to win that award. How about this? This What's is up? something that's really bothering me. How about Richard Sherman? He's 66 to one odds and he don't even have a damn team right now. He's a free agent. How can you be on the list and you don't even have a team? It's 6,600 to one. <laughs> I mean, how is that possible? I mean, I, I mean, have I, you ever got an award from your job, but you didn't work there? Right. <laughs> I mean, the, but okay. If you put, even if you put him in the most magical situation, say you put him on, uh, put him on the Buccaneers right now. And they got the, they got those athletic safeties, Jordan Whitehead and, and uh, uh, the dude from Virginia. I mean, blank on his name right here, right now. Antoine Winfield. Yeah. Um, he's, he's not from Virginia, but y'all know what I mean. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, those are not even close to being the same. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> but but I, I, I was thinking of Juan Thornhill, and then I got mixed up. But anyways, they got athletic safeties back there. They got a system. They got they got linebackers. Even you put Richard Sherman in that defense, I would still put I would still put him way way worse than a sixty six to one odds getting a defensive MVP again. When you got all these players ahead of him, another guy at sixty six to one, Jadavian Clowney. Why? Yeah, he didn't when has he ever been that? He didn't even get one sack last year. Like, come on, man. He's had three sacks in two seasons. Like, give me a break. Like that That's straight cap. Like, yeah. We, yeah. We, we, I, yeah, we're not playing cap or no cap, but that is a cap. That, all that's day. like, how? how is Jadavion Clown? And, 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 like, I saw this, you know, weeks ago, someone did, like, a whole, you know, ooh, who's the best edge rusher in the in the AFC North? And it was Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney and then TJ Watt. And I'm just like, huh? Like, like, if you want to say Miles Garrett, uh, we went over this, but Jadavion Clowney, like, come on, man. Like, this isn't 2014 anymore. We know who he is. And wild. that is wild. It, it, it's it's wild. And then the bottom of this list, Kyle Van Noy, I'm just going to know. Yeah, um, those, those don't matter. Kyle Van Noy, Montez Sweat, Darius Slay. I like Ryan Darius Burns. Slay, but, you know, he ain't going to win Defensive Player of the Year nah. either. So, that's But that's why, why those are 100 to 1 odds. But, but point being, I, I think there's plenty of really good candidates. If you had to pick one person right now, Q, and I know it's it's May and this means absolutely nothing, but if you were to put money down on betonline.ag for defensive player of the year of 2021, 2022, who you got? Um, Oh, that's a great question. It's easy to say Aaron Donald. I think he could be in there every single year. Uh, I'm going to go with the youngster, man. I'm going to go with Chase Young out there in Washington. I like him a lot. I like what he brought to the table his rookie year. He's a leader. He's a hell of a player. And I think that Washington defensive line is only getting better. So he's going to thrive as well. So I'm going to roll with Chase Young with 12 to 1 odds. Dang it. That was my pick. Ah, that's what that's what you get for asking me first. <laughs>
That was my pick. That's not fair. That's not fair. You know what? Marcus Peters. Say, say Marcus Peters. I'm, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go cheat, man. I'm going to cop out. I'm going Aaron Donald for a fourth time in NFL history, setting the go. record because he went to the University of Pittsburgh and he's from this, 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 this fine city. That's, that's Aaron Donald. He's going to do it. I mean, what, 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 what kind of, how much money am I really going to lose there? Because, <laughs> like, much. his, I'm probably making money. Like, how much money? Whatever, because how much money would I make there if I'm nine to two odds? Like, like it's like, come on, everybody knows. Like, all right, you picked Aaron Donald. Good job, buddy. Yeah, you know, you're not making a whole lot. Right, right. But, but interesting picks there. Um, we're gonna take another quick break. When we come back, we want to talk about the odds from BetOnline.ag at Comeback Player of the Year. Some now, very this is what I'm talking about. Comeback Player of the Year, I'm much more fired up about. All right, all right. Well, you were pretty fired up about this last one, so I'm excited to see where this goes, but let's take a quick break and get re-energized with our friends at Bill Bar. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Bilt Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here in the Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my co-host, your boy Q. We're wrapping it up here on a Friday with BetOnline.ag's odds of comeback player of the year. Got some interesting names up in here. The number one guy is a guy that I think that makes a ton of sense, 5-2 to two odds, Dak Prescott. Right. Ain't, okay. That's, that makes perfect sense. That makes, yeah. I mean, Dak, Dak went down. It was a terrible injury. Um, the Cowboys stunk after that. They went and played a lot of different quarterbacks, and you saw how much uh, they needed Dak Prescott. So they went out and they gave him a big, fat, huge contract. He's been working his tail off to get back. He, even in OTAs, you can see he looks pretty good. Uh, so Dak Prescott, you know, five to two odds to uh, win comeback player of the year. Makes a ton of sense. Uh, he, he, if, if you just asked me without giving me a list, I would have said that he had to be the front runner for that award as well. Now, another guy in his division, which also makes a ton, ton of, ton of sense, Saquon Barkley. Right. Dude, dude, to me, Saquon Barkley it, right now is the best pure athlete at running back. And I, if, if we were to like put them all on, on like the same, like, like let's create a simulation where all of them have the same blockers, the same defenses to face, same situations. I'd say that Saquon Barkley would do the best of all the running backs in the NFL, but he's on the Giants. He has Daniel Jones as a quarterback, Dave Gettleman as a GM, and all the other things that come with being with the Giants these days. I don't know if he's going to get it soon because they're the Giants right now and they, and they got a lot to figure out. But I do like, I mean, we've seen running backs be able to put up big numbers on bad teams. I, I do like his chances to at least come back and do that. Do you think, or let me ask you this question. I know some Giant fans are going to be angry right now, Uh-oh. but do you feel like Saquon Barkley at times is a little overrated? Mm, no, because I, I, I've seen him, I've seen him at his best. 
And when he's at his best, he's extremely dangerous. Now, the, I think, I think what's, oh, I think what, where I think people step a little too much is that they forget when you're on a really bad team. Like we, we've talked about this before about the importance of the running back position and how people try to devalue running back, you know, you know, people say, but, and people say, oh, you shouldn't, you should never draft a running back in the first round. If you have a squad, if you have a right. nucleus and a core already built up, you can draft a running back. But if you are like, we're like the Giants were when they, when they drafted Saquon Barkley, if you are in a complete rebuild, you that no, you do not want to make the running back your cornerstone piece as you rebuild your franchise. And I think that's the problem that Saquon Barkley's in is that he was picked as that cornerstone guy and they had so many other issues. Now, they could fix those issues this year, next year, so in the next couple of years, and that that maybe that turns around. But just right now, eh, I'm not so sure that that's going to happen. I, I'm sorry. I don't have any faith in the Giants ever since they got rid of Tom Coughlin. You know, my, my thing with Barkley is, and I, I, I believe he's a hell of a running back, but I know he just, he has a lot of one yard, two yards, negative mm-hmm. yards, two mm-hmm. yards, one yard. 80 yards. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, it just, it kind of goes like short, 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 negative, short, short, negative, negative, boom. All of a sudden he hits like a home run. And then all of a sudden his, his numbers just seem to look a little bit better. Again, I know he's a really good running back and, and that's how it goes sometimes, but man, it feels like a lot of the time, and maybe it's just in New York because the, the O line is not where it's supposed to be. Like you mentioned that he has a lot of negatives or very short runs. And then all of a sudden his numbers will get padded because he'll have a, he'll hit a big home run. I'm going to run through some other names here down this list. We're not going to go through all in order, but just some big names. Joe Burrow, 15 to 2. Okay, yeah, Joe Burrow, you know, he was supposed to. But not he, if they don't protect him. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 the issue is that, one, you know, people, we were just talking about how Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney and TJ right. Watt are all in the AFC North. They coming for you this year, dog. Yep. So uh, you you bet you best beware when you're dealing with that. So Joe Burrow, just just be careful, man. Uh, right. Nick Bosa, 15 to 2. Carson Wentz at 8 to 1. I mean, is that yeah, a real I, comeback? Would that would that if he won? Would that really be a comeback story? I mean, I guess because I mean he was he was knocked off his perch. He was at one point an NFL MVP candidate. What four years ago? Um, and then he tore his ACL and he really never got back to that level. But so, he's I mean, on if, a, he's on a second contract. He's got paid. He ended up getting traded because he couldn't handle a second round draft pick out of Oklahoma slash Alabama to be behind him. And, and maybe, uh, you know, a little bit more sturdy than he is. I, I just, I don't know if that's really a comeback story. It's almost like the Ryan Tannehill story. And I don't believe that that was ever a comeback story either. I, I feel like you've got to come back like Dak Prescott, major injury. Saquon Barkley, Torres ACL. Joe Burrow, ACL. Nick Bosa, ACL. Carson Wentz, feelings? <laughs> That's what got hurt his feelings. I mean, that's, but that's, that, that's, that's legit. And that's the thing is that he said, well, if I'm not, if, he basically hit the, well, if, if I'm not good enough to start, then you can just get rid of me. Like, it's like, nah, dog, like you should have came out here and, and, and said, this is my spot and I'll prove it right. to you in camp. And that's not what he did. I, I feel you on that. I, I could see this from the trajectory of if Carson Wentz under Frank Wright and under, you know, with, with, with Jonathan Taylor and T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman and, 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 and Quentin Nelson, if, if he was able to make that offense run at a high level, and we're sitting here talking in November, December, like, man, Carson Wentz and the Colters are, are a scary team. I could see that 
being the argument. It's like, hey, it's not about him bouncing back from last year. It's him giving back from all the way four years ago when everyone was saying Pennsylvania and that he was going to take over the NFL because that was the talk back then. He was he was God in in, in in so many people's respect. So I get it from that sense. If it's a comeback from four years ago, fine. Last year, I'm with you. That that that's both. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not signing up for that one. That's 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 off the board for me. But then there's some guys on this list. Sam Darnold. Okay, here's my thing. Q. Is that if a comeback? Com- but see, it, 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 right? You're getting. You're, you're on where I'm at. How is it a comeback? If you got nothing to come back to, when was Sam Darnold the man in the right. NFL? Right. Like, to be. To be a comeback, you have to have been somebody in my book. And uh, fell off. Right. But, or got but, injured like, and got knocked out, and then you came back like everyone else on this damn list. Right. But you – no, you just – you were just a victim of the Jets. Now, if if the Jets is his injury – Or he just wasn't that good. Or he wasn't just that, – that's been my take on Sam Darnold. I've just – I've never believed in that. I'm I just like, mm, Like, for my first – my general rule is I don't draft USC quarterbacks high. If right. one works out in the middle rounds, fine. Right. But I'm, I'm just, and I know Carson Palmer's out there, but how many rings he got? Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with um, you. And then, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, 16 to 1 odds. He came back from injury. Now he's got a young pup behind him, but he is, at least he's coming back from injury, but he ain't going to win no award. That's for sure. I know he's sitting at 16 to 1 odds, but he ain't going to win no award because he's, I don't think he'll be out there long enough. Trey, Trey Lance at some point is going to take over. So Jimmy G, he ain't going to be able to come back from nothing. The, the next three make a ton of sense. Derwin James. Okay, yep. cool. Yeah. 18 to one odds. Vaughn Miller. We talked about yep. him. He is coming back from, from a rough injury and COVID. Odell Beckham Jr. Same thing. 21. But here's the meat right here. Here's the this is your favorite one. This is the one you've been looking forward to. This is how the hell is Tim Tebow at 20 to one odds to become back player of the year at 33 years old at tight end. Well, I mean, he ain't been in the league in eight years. I mean, if anything, that's a hell of a comeback in itself if he makes the 53-man roster. It, uh, but here's what's going to happen, Q. He's going to catch one pass for three yards. That'll be it. And they'll be like, Tim Tebow, he's back. We're giving him the award. I'm just like, but this is what happened with Tebow. Like, this is how he has a job in the first place. Like, I've seen, like, two or three tight ends Post, post on their Twitter accounts like, hey, I've done this. I've done this. I've run this. I blocked that. I will do anything just to get a shot like Tebow's getting right now. Yeah, well, you know how that goes. I mean, he's 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 uh, he's there because of relationships and his name and, and what he's been able to do as far as, uh, you know, get get uh, Urban Meyer to give him a job. Uh, I mean, look, if he goes out there and makes a 53-man roster and somehow he contributes to the team, Throughout the course of the season, there's no doubt he's going to win that award. No doubt. But he he got to do more more than catch one pass for three yards. He he's got to well, contribute regularly throughout the course of the season, like play six seventeen games and uh, actually contribute. Then I can see it, especially since he hasn't played in eight years. Look, all right, I'll say it this way: I can't believe I'm defending Tim Tebow. Yeah, you That's really are. First of all, like, what's wrong with you, man? Did you, were you drinking before this show? No, I just I spit facts, and and sometimes the facts go in a way that I might not even be a fan of. But it just you see, happens. You're, you're 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 spitting skepticism, or you're spitting yeah. you're spitting you know uh, just like thinking like oh maybe this could happen. Look, if Tim Tebow catches for a thousand yards. And leads the and is part of the Jaguars making the playoffs this this year. I will drink five shots of tequila live on this show. For and and, and before, like, I don't condone that, sir. I don't condone that, sir. That's that's <laughs> that's not very good. Um, that's not you're not being a very good uh, uh leader 
or a, a, a role model. <laughs> a role model. Listen, I, that, but but this is how sure I am sure that this is not going to happen. If he does all that, if he leads them, and he he got to lead them. He can't do one catch for three yards. But if he's the reason that they, I will I will get I will get plastered on this very program right here. It's just like. But come on, man. Like it's I've done a couple of tequila bets that have not gone so well for me in the Locked On Steelers podcast. I feel like I'm safe on this one. Uh, yeah, I think you are as well. But I'll I'll say, man, I got more confidence in Tim Tebow actually making the, the roster with the Jaguars and being a factor than I do in Marcus Peters uh being the defensive player of the year. I'm just saying. And I swear <laughs> it sounds like I'm picking on Marcus Peters, but I'm not. But I just like, know. But it's like, but like, I wouldn't put, you know, and, and they, they, I know they rank him higher, but like Christian McCaffrey, 17 to two odds. Perfect sense. He's injured. Yeah. He's a, he's a heck of a running back. Right. He, you know, the, the Panthers are going to lean on him. Right. I get that, but there's a ton of guys here. All right, Q, I'm giving you the opportunity again. Who you picking as your guy who is going to be comeback player of the year? You know, uh, you talked about him just a little while ago and no, it was not Tim Tebow. I'm going to roll with Odell Beckham Jr. 20 to one odds. He's in oh. Cleveland. I know they always say that, uh, you know, the Browns are better when Odell Beckham's not out there, but I've refused to believe that. I don't think any team is is not as better without, without Odell Beckham Jr. I think he goes out there. I think he's healthy. I think he has a big season uh, despite Baker Mayfield, not because of Baker Mayfield, but despite Baker Mayfield. I think Odell Beckham shows shows off his skills. Uh, he gets a lot of one-on-one coverage since since they have that two-headed monster in the backfield with uh, Hunt and and Chubb. And so I think that he's going to go ahead and, uh, and make some things happen. So I'm going to roll with Odell Beckham Jr., uh, for comeback player of the year, 2022. Well, I, I, one guy that, you know, okay. Putting on the locked on Steelers hat again, Devin Bush isn't even mentioned here and he tore his ACL and he was like, uh, I feel, I feel like he'd have better odds than Tim Tebow of, of, of having a big impact on, on this year. But if I was to pick one guy on this list, it, for me, it has to be Derwin James at 18 to one odds. I mean, okay. that guy has a ton of talent. Like when I, when I saw him going into the job, I was like, Ooh, like hey, he's going to be good. And, and he flashed that. And then he's got injured and he's dealing with that. But I, I think the chargers are on the rise and I, you, you're an AFC, you're an AFC West guy. So you, you, you see yeah, them. Thanks. <laughs> but the chargers are on the rise if he all he has to do is have a solid year and then have a highlight where he picks off patrick mahomes or something and and makes it even if they don't make the playoffs but if, if the defense is better because he's out there making plays and being center fielder and flying all over the place which i think he can do he he go they, people are going to look at that and say oh yeah that's an easy award winner but you know, we're both I, we might be both be capping here because uh Dak Prescott again. Quarterbacks often win these type of awards, and he's yeah. just sitting there right at the top. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about that. But going back to Derwin James, the thing about him, man, he hasn't been healthy really his throughout the course of his career. He wasn't healthy at Florida State. That's what made him drop when he was in the draft process. Uh, played really well his rookie year, but he's been banged up since ever since then. And so uh, that that's the thing. So it would be a hell of a comeback story if he could play the course of the season and be a big impact player that everyone expects him to be. But you know, I, I, I honestly, I feel like. Everyone expects him to play like Minka Fitzpatrick plays, but he's just not healthy, you know, and Minka is always there and available and is a dog where Derwin James is a dog. He's just not available. Yeah, that's but like you said, can't make the club from the tub. Right. Um, uh, but uh, but hey, but, you know, that's but th- I think those are all solid picks on, on our end. I just. I I like to I like to I'd like to believe that Derwood James is going to get that chance to be healthy in the NF in the NFL. Um, but we'll certainly see Saquon Barkley certainly an interesting candidate. And man, if Carson Wentz, 
I, I'm just I'm just glad he's not in Philly anymore, man. I was tired. I, I got way too many friends in Philly who hit me with the Pennsylvania posts every time he threw a touchdown for years. And I was just telling them, like, like hey, I don't see it, man. Like, I don't think he's going to last. And sure enough, they won a Super Bowl, but it wasn't because of him. It was because Nick Foles took over, and then he never got back to that level. And I was like, hmm. But but that's not uh, a you know, comeback story. Carson Wentz, I refuse to believe, is a as a comeback story. That's, that's, that's not that. that you can't is come back from feelings. Right, right. His feelings. Yeah, he's coming back because he got his feelings hurt. Oh man, I hate that you got your feelings hurt, Carson Wentz. Come Gosh. on. Cute. This has always been a, a fun show when I get to do it with you, man. Thanks so much for being my partner, my co-pilot here on the uh, Locked On NFL podcast on Fridays. Let people know they can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Yeah, no doubt about it. Anything I do, I always put out on my Twitter page, uh, at your boy Q254. That's at your boy Q254. Of course, the Locked On Raiders podcast up bright and early every single morning, uh, just like the Locked On NFL podcast up bright and early. And Locked On Bets as well. Something you want to hear me talk more about the, the betting lines? Go on over and check us out on Locked On Bets. Myself and Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And you can check myself, Chris Carter, out on my Twitter and Instagram accounts at Carter Critiques. You can also listen to me on the Locked On Steelers podcast every day, Monday through Friday, breaking down the Steelers. And you can read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com where I'm breaking down things, all things pit football, pit basketball, Steelers, and everything else, Pittsburgh sports right on that website. We do a lot of great coverage there. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On NFL show. Happy Memorial Day to everyone out there. We hope you have a safe holiday weekend. You get to grow up and eat, get, eat some good food. And we'll be back with you next week.